podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Paddock Blues, or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, the Paddock Blues podcast. This is Melinda, and I'm joined today with Paul Monterex Jake, which we'll just call Jake today because we only have one Jake. And we have a very special guest. I am so excited to welcome Ian Bali Ball to the podcast today. So, Ian, uh, well, Bali, sorry, I'll call you Bali, but you guys say it like Bali. I'm like, I'm like Bali, so it doesn't sound right when <laughs> yeah. I say it. Like... No, it's all right. It doesn't matter. As long as you don't call me Baldy. <laughs> I you, can call, no, you can call me Baldy because I am actually fully bald, so that's how, you know. <laughs> so Bali is one of the sort of founding members of the NSNO website, uh, nsno.co.uk. Um, and it's a fantastic website, actually. It's, it's up to date with amazing content on there. Everything Everton you need. It, it's fantastic so Bali um sort of where did the idea come from you know for this website um and did you think after all these years it would still be you know as fantastic you know as it is well, uh, well it was me mate I started the website 2004 um he was sick of getting planned off of the Everton website uh, <laughs> this is probably the best description I can give you with, with, with the most diplomatic approach I can have but uh, yeah, um, so I just decided what uh, 2004 and um, making a website because she wanted to talk about everything and um, he wanted it to be more independent than the others. Uh, so he set it up and then it was going a few years, it was going a few months and I sort of discovered it uh, and went on just uh, like being a ranty fat knobhead like I am um, <laughs> and just loved it because the community was still growing and it was quite a small community at that point um, and it was it was great it was just a, a nice place to go and talk about everything there was no it wasn't as leery as Grand Old Team and it wasn't as um, like Grand Old Team I used to get banned off all the time because like the swearing filters <laughs> uh, and as you discovered in my introduction to you about 10 minutes ago I swear all the time so uh, yeah uh, even when I'm typing I type like I talk if you get what I mean yeah. so yeah yeah so um, I didn't sort of fit in Grand Old Team um, there was another one I can't remember Blue Room Blue Kipper um, as well was that one which one Blue Kipper Kipper yeah so, so Kipper was yeah, Kipper was weird. Kipper was a weird place, mate. But I know Steve. Steve, the the left fellow who used to uh, run Kipper, I've known I've known him for years. And nice fellow, but his website was off its fucking barn. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, when I joined Ennis, I know as I say, very small community, but it just grew and grew. And then um, met Sai for a charity football match. We've done a charity football match for the um, Hillsborough Fund against uh, This Is Anfield, their website. Um, and we used to do it every year um, until, obviously, my knees and ankles stopped working so I couldn't play no more. Um, but it was... It, yeah, we used to make quite a bit of dough off that. Like, it was all right. Um, and we played them every year, charity games, Stanley Park, as, you know, 
as it as it was in the olden days. Uh, and we used to have a laugh over a beer after. And then it sort of just come along with um, Sai asked me to be moderator one year, probably about twelve years ago now, 10, 12 years ago maybe. Um, and I then became the global moderator to, to <laughs> for some reason they think I've got more sense than I actually fucking have. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, to the point of I have to ban Sai off his own site for a bit. Uh, so. <laughs> Well, yeah, the, yeah, the whole idea was to get a community. Now we're a decent community because we have we have like proper worldwide as well. Uh, some from the uh, your old land of Canada. Ooh, um, that rings a bell. Few, to, to be fair, I um, thought it was only Melinda who was an over there. <laughs> so we've got there's quite a few in Canada. We've got a few um, a few North Americans as well. A couple mm-hmm. of South Americans, uh, Hungary. For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, it's a massive community. So we've got like 3,000 daily users on the site. We, we do about 1.7 million pages per month. Um, wow. So yeah, it's uh, it's always, as you said before, Melinda, it's always up to date. It's just, and to be fair, it's quite a, it's quite a supportive site. We've got a massive mental health bed as well um, because it's mainly men on there as well, which is, for me, uh, a massive step forward. Yeah. So I'm a 51 year old man. It didn't happen, you know. Uh, but it's it, it's something I f- fully and strongly believe in that it should like always be helping me. We always help each other out with a boss little community there. So and that's what it's become. It's become your mates, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's big at the moment, isn't it, men? Especially men's. Everyone's mental health, but men's seem. You know, men don't talk about stuff, do they? So. Well, we don't, mate, we don't know how to cry properly. And no. I'm saying that as a 51-year-old man. You know what I mean? Because I'm, where I'm from, uh, it's just, it's not, it's not looked at. You don't, you're not just get on with it with all that. I don't take it in a bit and that. I'll go and have a little sob upstairs if I need to, you know what I mean? Scream into the pillow. That's just watching Everton, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was getting to. I was going to say, with the <laughs> website like NSNO, being Everton fans must be full lap age, the mental health one, like every yeah. week. Mate, it's like I want it on a fucking match day, lad. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it last night. Genuinely, like, you know, when you got off from ours last night, fella, honest to God, it took me an hour. Because I've got the, I'll, we've got to sort of, we won't allow like, um, Racism, homophobia, we won't get it's just not yeah. allowed. It's just it, they're the only things that get to get the balance stick out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we don't like misogyny either. Um, I've seen a couple of tweets that you've received, by the way, Melinda. Yeah, it's on my way. Um, <laughs> Gladly, we'll do. <laughs> genuinely, me no likey them. Me no, no likey them at yeah, all. It's daily as well, isn't it? It's not very yeah. nice, is it? Um, and this that. is because, like, so all uh, I'm probably going to get. Add off, trying to get add off by all the Everton's eyes. Now, what well, I am one of the Everton's eyes, if you want to look at it that way, it shouldn't happen. You know, you're there to talk about your football team, you're there to support your football team. It's just as much your football team as yep. it is my football team. Whether you're male or female, trans male, trans female, it doesn't fucking matter. You can be a carry for all I care. If you're a blue, you're a blue carry. Yes, <laughs> And it's, it's and I don't mean that in any like disparaging way at all. You, you you're welcome to 
the blue family. That's because you're one of us then, you know what I mean? It, that's the way it is. That's the way it is with me. So if there's any of that goes on, which quite a lot goes on on a match day, and uh, yeah, we've got a couple of girls now for them as well. So we try we, we do try and look after the girls a little bit more because they're um they're as rare as rock and all shit. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't come along, you know. So yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, we've got to move past all that of me all you see like the comments Melinda gets and stuff because yeah. she's got a point of view on Everton. It's like uh, no, she's just entitled to her view as much as the rest of us, you know what I mean? Can I just say well, one thing about that as well, which is massive? I don't really go to Brick much anymore, but we ended up there after trying to get first game of the season. So we ended up back in the Brick and it was actually refreshing to see. I looked around and there was a really big handful of women in there. So yeah. from 18, 19, right up to in the 40s and 50s, yeah. when I went to match, even when I went to match Cornell 20, 20 years ago, when I started going, there wasn't many women in the brick, not at all. Whereas it was nice to see there was a lot of people in there. Then. It's good to see them at the match as well, though, Jake, yeah. you know, it, so if, if I'm in the glads, because I, I don't have a season ticket anymore, I have to justify the cost now, because, you know, family. Um, if I go on the glads, I, I use my mate Rich ticket, Rich, I use his ticket, and the area around me is pretty much all women. You know what I mean? And then in the paddock, if I use size ticket, then obviously it's just all the, all the sweaty allies standing next to the away fans thinking they're trying to leave the youth in it. Me being one of them. You know what? Yeah, it's something that you know. It's something that interesting you bring up now. You think about it. There is more women going to Goodison at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there is. That's well, the it's, it's a safer environment. It's one of the safer environments in the Premier League for women. Uh, is yeah. Everton now? I was. Um, um, I don't know whether you know. I used to be part of a fan forum, so I was on the fan forum for uh, three years. I was the assistant chair, and I was the chair in the last year. Not that I got much done because I was working and. I've missed a lot of meetings and thankfully um, one of the girls that were there, uh, Lisa, she's up over us all for me and she's done an amazing job, you know, so yeah, uh, couldn't have thanked her enough for that type of thing. But um, the environment for Goodison, now I, the bathroom staff for Goodison is mainly women. A lot of women, like Susie, Christine, um, Rachel, Rachel's, but yeah, it's it's a lot of women and a lot of women deal with you. So the atmosphere group was always um, always done with women and the disability section for the park and all women. You know what I mean? They, they, they were massive and integral part of it and they work their fucking asses off. They really do. And uh, they should be supported in the, in the jobs. But when they brought in the free sanity products as well, that was, that was part of the fans forum the free sanity products that should be in the toilets now and should still be in the toilets now. For the Are they still in the toilets, Melinda? Are they still there? Um, I, I don't remember. Melinda's normally bladder by then, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, by all accounts and listening to the last three podcasts, Melinda's normally drunk, walks yeah. in, just like, oh, fuck, if, if I can just make it to the stall, that's a win, okay? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going in there. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you want me, mate? Tunnel vision, knocking people out the way. I've had to get fuck off. 
She did say to me, I think it was against West Ham, she went, is there a cubicle in that men's toilet? She said, because I'm not queuing up in that. So she it did say that to me. Like, line up. And I was like, this, I was like cross-legged. I'm like, this is not good. Like, and this is not a good situation. I shouldn't have had that fourth pint. So Melinda, probably. what you need to do there, invest in a she-wee. <laughs> Get yourself a shiwi, just go on the men's and piss in the arena like the rest of us fuckers. Oh, I will I will look into that. That's a very <laughs> that's a very uh I mean anything for Everton, right? At this point. So <laughs> um Yeah, so- just not for it. To be fair, if you walk in the toilets with a shiwi, most of the fellas that come in a glance at shit they're fucking kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, there's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just need a wee. Get out the way. Yeah, that's it. Thank you as well. So, um, sort of going back to your your website there. So, as part of you know the NSO group, um, NSNO group, sorry, um, you've interviewed some very exciting footballers in your you know in 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 your days, um, including the late and great Howard Kendall, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, so, what would be your favorite interview and why? Um, well. Personally, I see most of the time I was the man behind the camera. I was the one taking the pitches. Um, but uh, probably uh, other than Howard, because Howard was just amazing. Me, um, I would always made you feel like you, you you've known him for years. You know what I mean? It was uh, yeah, absolutely. Just, he, he was just uh, he was fucking boss. I'll tell, I'll tell you a little story about I was in a chef. But uh, favorite interview probably. Probably Bob Latchford for myself because he, he was the first goal I ever seen at Cuddleston in 1978. Yeah, so that's amazing. And then uh, ended up becoming friendly with him and um, going out for a drink with him and, that and wow. doing a couple of PR things with him. You know, like when he was coming over and doing his little talks with his like his little um, groupies. Um, <laughs> but we used to uh, used to organise the tours for him uh, and all the talks. So I used to be as um, let's call it minder. Yeah. Yeah, because Jake, these don't know the size of me, do they? No, they don't know. No, I'm a large chap. Yeah. Best um, <laughs> <laughs> way to describe it, isn't it, lad? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, large. I mean, wise. <laughs> a bit of a skilled. Put it this way: um, not the guy you want to sit next to in the Gladys Street. <laughs> not the guy you want to be sitting next to when he's got a megaphone and you want to say something about it. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah. I need to hear about this. So Jake was telling us, uh, we have like a little WhatsApp group. And um, when we were sort of getting, you know, prepped for the show, we were, we were all buzzing about you coming on. And Jake was saying, you know, there was a funny story about a megaphone that you would use yeah. in the Gladys Street on match day. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? And if you have any like iconic moments with the megaphone, like what would be the biggest one that would stand out to you that like you can tell us? How many times, time how many times did people tell you to sit down? Sorry, Paul. Sorry, How many man. times did people get a cob on with you? Every fucking time. <laughs> every second of it. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Listen, I love, see, I, I love a bit of conflict. It's yeah. good because I like um, not so much the fighting anymore, but I do like the, um, yeah, you kiss your mother with my, that mouth type of attitude, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> so... The, the first time with Melinda, genuinely, the first time was the most iconic. So it took so many weeks to get it sorted. Um, 
and I'll tell you how it came about. So the conversation with me and Sai were talking to Richard Kenyon, who was, um, I think he was director of communications at that point. And we were looking at setting up an atmosphere group before the atmosphere group became a thing. Um, so we were obviously talking about getting the atmosphere up and uh, any ideas and what have you. And Richard, uh, Richard's going, oh, we've got these flags and that. And Sai goes, why don't you just get someone in there with a megaphone, you know, like Palace, just shouting like that? And Richard went, you know what, that's a boss idea. All we need to do now is get someone brave enough to stand on the Gladys Street with a megaphone and say, because he's a fucking knobhead, <laughs> just change. And I love Sai with all my heart. The honest to God, he's my best mate. I love the guy. He turns and just looks at me like that, looks at Richard and went, all he'll do it, lad. Mm. I have no part in this conversation. They fucking no part in this conversation. So we went, well, yeah. I went, yeah, go ahead. I'll do it from my sheet because I was in the glass at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have to go and meet all the health and safety. It took about six weeks of meetings, you know, because it's classed as an offensive weapon. It couldn't go over the turnstiles because of that. So I have Is to. It? Uh, oh, wow. Genuinely, yeah. Um, uh, which is fair play and absolutely fair play. Yeah. But I met with um, I met with one of the girls, um, Susie, who we were talking about before, uh, and she literally pulled out all the stops for it, mm. uh, so we could get it in for our Kendall's uh, the our Kendall match. You know, to uh, yeah. It's, so we had and we made national flags. I've still got a couple of them here. Um, <laughs> big massive flags to take to the ground with ours on. Um, and the megaphone was brought to me uh, in my seat by one of the girls. And uh, gets it, sets it up. And I'm like, that's trying to make, like, um, not obvious, if you get what I mean. So it would still be a surprise because we had times we were going to do it on the for uh, the fourth minute, the 17th minute, the 27th minute. So we had times it was all relating to Howard. Um, and I'm starting to get the fucking batteries in and what these batteries and honestly, genuinely, and I'm like, and I'm not the most patient. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I am in certain aspects, but when it's really something small, I want it. <laughs> And if it's not working for me, I want to kill it a little bit more. <laughs> so I'm trying to get these batteries in, and I'm like this, I'm shifting around in my seat. The fella sitting next to me going, you all right there, lad? And I'm in this plastic bag, trying not to get the fucking megaphone out so anyone can see it. So I finally gets them in, gets them in, test, nothing, test. I was like, I've just got to get it out. Pulls his out and went, <laughs> Thankfully, I don't really need a megaphone. <laughs> he says, blowing his own trumpet. No, I've got, got a very loud voice anyway. But it didn't work. So I'm texting um, Rachel, who works at Everton. This is, it's gone. It's not working. I don't know what. So I'll meet you at the top of the stairs because she didn't want to come up on the stand and get it so people could see it was with the club, you know? Yeah, I gotcha. But I had, to, I had to make that relationship with the club because I couldn't carry it over the turnstiles. 
So we have to make, you know, we, we have to sort of make amendments. And um, she comes up, brings us off. <laughs> she literally walks away from me. I got back to my sheet and she just texted me. She went to twerk and you'd sit. She didn't call me a tit, but I knew what she meant with the smiley face. Right? <laughs> she, she, it's working. I'll bring it back. So she brought it back. And she brought it back. I fucking dropped it. Back to these fellows. <laughs> You're joking. Oh my God. <laughs> Genuinely. And I'm sitting there going, but I'm calling me myself all the knobheads going. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you absolute shit. Fucking dumb. Fella <laughs> sitting next to me going, you all right there, mate? Finally gets us out. Got us out just in time for the second round of what we'd done the time and for. But yeah, that was the most like, the kids loved it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, all the kids in and around the Gladys Street and some from the family enclosure because I was close to the fam at that point. Speaking in uh, Europe, innit? All that. You know, you know, you see like a Juventus game on the telly, you can always hear someone on a megaphone or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, and Paul, do you know what? I just probably remember the atmosphere, even Moise, you know, the, the last three seasons of Moise, the atmosphere was, it was abysmal. Man. Like a morgue, wasn't it? It was, it was horrendous. Yeah, no matter was. where you went in the ground. So I love getting off for the game, you know what I mean? And I love yeah. being excited for the game and, you know, uh, I love singing at the game. It's part of me. What gets, you know, and um, it just wasn't happening. No matter what I tried, it wasn't happening. So we tried that. We tried a megaphone. There's a nine-second video of it somewhere. <laughs> Going off that, uh, you were saying over oh, the kids all loved it. Just a bit of a backstory. I've known Ian my whole life. So I've grew up with his son, Steve, the same age as me. And just going back to him saying all the kids loved it, I think there was only two kids that were at that game that didn't love it, and that was me and him, me and his <laughs> son, Stephen. Because we knew going to school on that Monday morning, Ballie's, like when you see Bally once, you recognise him again because of the size of him. So we knew going to school that Monday morning, it was going to be a case of, hang on, wasn't that your dad or your best mate's dad in the, in the Gladys with a, with a megaphone? So the two of us walked in Monday morning, Head down, pulled up, thinking, oh, no, I recognised him on, on Saturday, you know, because we're just going to get it in school, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, people did recognise him, but as Paulie said, a lot of the kids loved it. Like, was that your dad? And Steve felt famous in school for about two weeks, didn't he? Yeah, and he I remember it because, so what, you're right there, because the... there was a bit of a thing at the time about the atmosphere. I remember there was loads of arguing over it, people saying, we'll do whatever we want when we go to match. And the other half was saying, no, we need to get the atmosphere we need to get it up again. And it was, it was like a bit of infighting, wasn't it? I remember at the time. Like Stupid lad, because it... <laughs> if you go to a match, right, I'm, I'm a full believer. If you want to boo the team, then boo the team. Absolutely. If that's what you want to do, then sham. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you because that's your decision. That's your option. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not that guy, you know. Um, I'd rather scream down a microphone like a tool for 90 minutes for the season, you know, um, just to just to get something going, you know. Uh, I want everyone involved, man. Everyone should enjoy the match, you know. And, yeah. Um, it, it was hard. It was hard. Like, don't get me wrong. 
as I mentioned to you a few be, uh, before we started, probably about the Twitter comments and stuff like that. Some of the Twitter comments I got after that were nothing short of astounding. What bad or both? <laughs> Good and bad? Mostly positive. So 97% of it was positive and the 3% was, um, uh, what, imagine standing next to that fat cunt, all that, you know, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is, <laughs> so my favourite one, my favourite one, it was the only one I answered, because I don't answer the negative ones, I just ignore them, because there's no point. You, you just, you let, you're pressing their button for them, do you know what I mean? So my favourite one was, I'd have drop kick him in the throat. Oh. I would have drop kicked him in the throat. And it was the only one I replied to. And it, all I said was, you've not seen me up close, have you, mate? I was just about to say, mm-hmm. who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> No, I just put, that's all I put, Melinda. Yeah. Honest to God, you've not seen me up close, have you, mate? I never got nothing back. Genuinely <laughs> never got nothing back. Oh, I've been offered out on Twitter and everything. People yeah, they're all little fat, well, all fat on Twitter with the uh, threatening people, aren't they? They can't back yeah. out. Like, probably should, probably someone will probably knock me out on Saturday now, I've said that, like, but... Damn, lads, keyboard warriors. Oh. Maybe we used to have a segment on the National podcast called The Internet Warriors. <laughs> and I used to, we used to have our own sting for it, which it used to do live every session. Yeah. I won't do it now because it's really loud. Oh yeah, they're they're like uh, they're like keyboard warriors, aren't they? Definitely, they are. <laughs> Just hi- hide behind the screen. It's uh, it's quite pathetic actually. Yeah, going back to like booing, you know, people that you say boo the team, it's it's counterproductive to me. What's the point if you're just going to go there and give them abuse? Listen, we all. When we talk to each other and that, we know how shite Everton can be, but what's the point in letting the players know that you think they're shite? You know what I mean? Pointless. The only time I've ever booed a Goodison when there was a certain Spanish waiter. Yeah. Yeah. Because that should never be No, you shouldn't have even been in the conversation, Ian. Sorry? You shouldn't have even been in the conversation for the job. No, shouldn't have been Shouldn't have been looked at, shouldn't have even been in within sniffing distance, never no. mind. It was insane. Uh, the, so I heard about it about um, three weeks before it actually got announced. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'd all heard the rumours and what have you. And I was like, that can't be real. That's got to be your mind up there. It genuinely, I genuinely thought my mate had me on a pan. Like, I genuinely thought he was on, like, fully winding yeah. So but I, I won't tell you what I sent him because it was a lot of sentence enhances in that text. It was... Um, yeah, I think there was only about one where that wasn't swearing. Um, so yeah, um, it was just nuts. So uh, when it, yeah, when he when it got announced, I was uh, a popular. Uh, yeah, I was angry. Apoplectic. Yeah. Apoplectic. What's that word? It's uh, a word. Killed. What does say it is? We've just made up one. Yeah, whatever it was. was <laughs> yeah. Apoplectic. I said this on a pod. Re- I said it on a pod recently, and like I will continue to say it. It's one of those things where I just literally cannot believe that that ever happened. Oh. Like it's just appalling. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's sad that the club, the club, put us in a position where we just had to try and accept it. Well, that's 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 just what we do, right? I mean, no matter what, even if we know we're going to go into a match, we're probably going to lose this match. <laughs> We still back. We still back the players one hundred percent. And like any decision that the club makes, I mean, we love this club. So no matter what we do, we're going to back them. So. The biggest part of it as well, though, Melinda, was uh, I know because uh, of the, the, the fan forum, they have uh, quite a good relationship with the club. 
about what my biggest deal about was it was I'm pretty sure because I know some of the people that were on there, like friends of mine. I know for a fact at least five of them went to the board and went, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And I'm not, I'm not speaking for them on their behalf. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just telling you, even if they didn't, I know they would have said, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Because. It's just the most insane decision. I mean, Everton have made some insane decisions over the years. I've been following them, like, but uh, Sandro Romero's been one. Um, Solomon London's one. Yeah, do you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather on than Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right there. Like. I just say, though, with that Ramirez one. Do you not remember the pundits when we signed him? Mate, he was like, he was like the second, like the Spanish Alan Shearer. That's when everyone was going on and on and on about him. And I remember seeing him in a friendly and just thinking, have they been watching the same player we're watching now? Like, wow. I genuinely left him. He just signed because his name was Ramirez and he thought he was Spanish. To be honest with you, I thought there was a worse one that summer. It was Davy Classen. Oh, yeah. Davy Classen. He's gone and done quite well, though. Now he went to to Big Vidney and then is he back at Ajax now? Like, he's not done too bad. Sandro was in Tenerife and he's not playing for them. He scored a streamer last week, Classen, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. 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 He brought the screamer last week. Yeah. Uh, Baby fucking classic. I mean, the worst one, the worst one other than Ramirez, I mean, he is the worst Everton center for me. And I've seen better angel play live. So, I have. the worst one, Johnny Eitinger. Do you remember him? Yeah, he got player of the year, didn't he? Yeah, Johnny Scheitinger. <laughs> yeah. Hard man if you buy him off AliExpress. <laughs> just, honest to God. Hated him. I have no absolute, absolutely no reason other than just the fact that he played for Evan. But I just nah. That wasn't for you. We can definitely top that. You know, I I still can never get over the fact that we got two players in in a cornflakes box when we got Lee Lee Tyne, Lee White Fingen, part of the plan deal. Like what football club gets sponsored by a team by a, a beer and then they go, we'll we'll give you two players as well, and we took them and played them. Like that could only be Everton Football Club if you if you ask me. Do you know what I mean? Desperate times, mate. It was desperate times. That was that was sort of the start of my love and hate relationship with Everton. To be honest with you, sorry, I was just signalling to me son there. I was just signalling to me boy because he walked in the kitchen with his washing, which I shit myself because he doesn't normally walk in the kitchen with his so yeah, the what JP saying there about Leeds saying uh, I reckon it's the event ten to Chang and two players. Mm. Well, <laughs> we'll have a little bash in that. So speaking of love hate relationships with Everton, why don't we just get into it, Newcastle? <laughs> why don't we just get into it? Because I feel like it's uh, the elephant in the room. So yeah. um how worried are we guys how worried are we me i'm quite worried listen i'm not going to go in too hard on them i think we said at the beginning of the season we knew this season will be quite hard we have ups and downs bit of a bumpy road but no shots in over 180 minutes of football but it's just it's evident the way we can't pass i just how i've got here i haven't got a clue because i just feel like pulling it all out watching us it's like a time bomb it just they cannot pass the ball to each other. I just don't get it. I don't understand what they're doing in training all week. I'm gonna say it and I'm I'm pro Lampard, me, I am, but they don't look coached to me in this last two games. They don't look like they know what they're supposed to be doing. 
So yeah, let someone else take over before I uh, my head falls off. Jake, uh, do you wanna do you wanna share your thoughts about Newcastle last night? Yeah, how long have you got? Um, <laughs> no, do you know all what? night, my guy, all night. <laughs> you know what it is for me, and I'll be honest, I I watched it with Bolly and, and his son yesterday, and we we were, we were, you could see the frustration like building in the three of us because as 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 Paul said, it's. Do you know what? I, I wasn't too bad with the playing out from the back. We, we seemed comfortable in that situation, which is not like Everton. And that seemed good. But the minute it got to the midfield, yep. it was like we didn't know what to do. And let's be honest with ourselves. We've got arguably one of the top three midfielders to ever play in the Prem. So if anyone's going to be able to tell them what to do with the ball, it's him. But why is it not correlating? Do you know what I mean? So the last five minutes... We started sending it long a little bit. We got a little bit more joy because we were going in behind. Onana ran through once and I think McNeil might have done something. But we should have been doing that with Calvert-Lewin. 30 minutes earlier. Little flick-ons. That's what he's there for. But we never... We tried to play, play it round the back. We give it to Garner. And with all due respect, Garner gave it away a few times. Onana... Yeah, he won the worst, mate. And I think to myself, why didn't we do that? You know, we've done it against Tottenham as well. Last 10, 15 minutes... Started going long, getting a bit of joy. Well, there's 90 minutes to do that. Do it for 90 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, okay, play it round the back when you're 1-0 up, 2-0 up. But it wasn't working and it took too long to realise it weren't working to then bring our big six-foot-two striker off and bring Neil Mopay on. To With the wrong socks on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I came on with blue socks. Did you have the wrong socks on? He the wrong socks on. He had blue socks on last night. That summed everything up yesterday. Yeah, that summed everything up. The wrong socks on. I was watching it and I sent a message to Paul and I was like, I think Mopay's got the wrong socks on and just stuck out like a sore thumb. I was like, this sums up. Everton at the moment. It's just oh, that's glorious. I don't even notice that. That's glorious. Saying that, it's because me, Jake, and Stephen, my lad, Stephen, we, we, we were. I mean, I am going to let them into a little bit of a secret here, Jake. Okay. We all we became we, we all we we all became copied for half a millisecond. Off off the pod. Oh, <laughs> we all done it in all three we all done it strength in numbers am I right okay I, I respect it because we all done it at the same time we just looked at each other and went what the fuck have we just done there we clapped at the telly oh. <laughs> you know what it was we were that frustrated we done one good thing in 90 minutes and we all went yeah I think it was I can't remember what it was. Someone won I the think ball. it was the Sarkozy tackle, wasn't it? Was, yeah, it was. Sarkozy, yeah. was and we all went, come on, lad, well done. And then we all just went. We're not even there. Just at the celly. No. Like, <laughs> just became cop for half a millisecond there. What the fuck happened? Yeah. I mean, Jake's only just been allowed back into my house to watch the match this season. Because <laughs> he was banned for three seasons. <laughs> Why? Because he's so animated or something? No, no, we just no. never. Oh, fuck off! No one gets more animated than me. Every day, every oh, mate, I fainted watching. You know the Andy Johnson derby. Oh yeah, when he scored that third goal, I got that animated in our house because I couldn't see. I'm not allowed out on a derby day. Stood up too fast. Blood's blood on there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not a, allowed out on a derby day. A Sorry, similar, no, it's okay. A similar, I was just going to say you fainted. The, the exact same thing happened to me last season when we were playing Palace in that in that match 
Calvert-Lewin gets the header. I fucking passed out on my couch. I'm not even kidding. I woke up and I was like all sweaty and I was clammy and like pale. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> I literally passed the fuck out. It was uh, mental. <laughs> I had not left that game. Oh, the, the, the Palace game. Not just the way I'd be fucked off from Newcastle dead quick there. The <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that, back to it, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that Palace game, I had not left when that third goal went in. I couldn't celebrate. I just leaned back into the Gladys Street and just let people climb all over me like a fucking monkey puzzle. Just like, <laughs> uh, I, just, I had not left because yeah, I was emotionally drained, physically drained, yeah. mentally drained. I was, it was just, but it was glorious. I cried, like, I did cry, I admit. Uh, not yeah, properly I, cried, I, but like, I just looked at my dad and I just, yeah. I couldn't handle it. Like, yeah, I think I done a little sex week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, my girl, that was the first time my girlfriend ever witnessed anything ever. And um, we've been here four years and she's gone on about going to match and going to match and going to match. And, I remember I never had a ticket for the Palace game. So I said, I'll go and we'll, I'll take you to the coach to see you. And then I'll take you to the brick, you know, to at least get a little bit of the atmosphere. And with it being on a dodgy box, we were about a minute and a half behind. So we heard the cheer first. I'm like, I think we've just scored there. And she filmed it. And I- And it went mental. And obviously, as I say, I had tears in my eyes, same as all you. And she looked at me and she went, I understand now why you are the way you are. Because if this is how it's like when you've not won anything, imagine what it's like when you actually win anything. Oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm finished, mate. I'm not coming home. I'll be honest. I said that to her. I said, you'll see me six days later. Probably <laughs> in, in the Royal I'll be, in, I'll be in some Turkish jail. <laughs> <laughs> like- I'm threading it. I'm threading it, Paul. I've been with my missus nearly 22 years. I'm going to fucking end up on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just why, like, like we're so passionate. And then, so that's why, like, coming back to Newcastle, like, Paul, you said it perfectly. Zero shots on target in over 180 minutes of football. Zero goals on 50-plus corners this season. Yeah, it's not you know, enough. like, just what is... We can't even seem to string more than two passes together, it seems. Like, I just... And now we're starting to see those cracks as well in the defense, you know, like Tarkowski, he's been absolutely brilliant, but that yellow card was a bit of a mistake in my opinion. But I feel like now they're starting to feel the pressure because up front, we're, we're just, we're nothing. We have we're talking no, of the yellow cards. Andy Gordon's getting one every game now. He has the most yellow cards in the league at the moment. Like, what is going on with our squad? I just... I mean, I yeah, I don't mind the passion of getting stuck in and all that, like, but... I'd rather if, he scored. I'd rather he had six goals than fucking six yellow cards. What's what I'm saying? <laughs> if we actually had something to show for it, but it's just there's there's there, there's no substance. There's nothing there. I think the reason behind Gordon is pure frustration. Yeah. Um, because he does get kicked a bit, and he really does. He gets elbows. He gets kicked a bit. And he, he demands. I'm, I'm I'm not saying this to blow Jake's trumpet, but he demands me the way Jake used to play because Jake's played at a decent level, and. He used to get frustrated if he was getting lumped everywhere. You know what I mean? When when, when he played the wing, lad, it, it was different, yeah. wasn't it? You target and, the wing as a defender. You target the winger, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And because he was, because Jake was of a smaller stature than like you know other players on the pitch, he was getting bladdered all the time. Yeah. And you'd see him getting frustrated, and he'd look like um, Lucas Dean when he hasn't got the ball. Um, <laughs> 
little insight into Jake's little mentality there. <laughs> I don't forget the full rundown on Jake tonight. <laughs> full life story. <laughs> uh, uh, I tell you, I've got tons. No, but I'm not going <laughs> But yeah, I think it's I think it's genuinely down to frustration. The shame, as you said, Paul, I'd rather him six goals than six yellow cards. But as Melinda said, it's what is going on? You know, it's I can see Lampard though. Sorry, didn't, I can see Lampard when the, when the camera pans to him, and he's he's moving his arms around, and he he's basically saying they're supposed to move it quicker, but the, mm. he just don't do it. So he must be as frustrated as everybody else. It's I said just... it to Jake last night, Paul. I said it to Jake last night and Stephen when I was in full on ramp mode and like that fucking angle. Come on, yeah. um, we, I like what we're doing from the back. I can see the cohesion in the team, and I, and I like the football from the back. But we're not that team yet. Yeah. Quick, cross the floor, or when Dominic's on in the air, yeah. he's going to win 70, 80% of them balls. But we're not that team yet. We're not the team to play it out from the back yet. No, play to your strengths, innit? Yeah, and, you know, get us out into the midfield and give it to Anana, not to this yet, because his passing range is... Um, diabolical. Um, yeah, diabolical, well, go with... I was going to go for something else. But, um, <laughs> let's go with Diabolical. But when we become that team, then shall absolutely smash it a bit. But do that when you clean it up, fall it up, as yeah. Jake said before. That shall do it then. Play it down the back. But we're not that team. That, that they, we're not Stoke. I'm not saying give it to Pickford, lump it upfield and yeah. do what they do. You know what I mean? Not the crazy gang. Bring them out a little bit and then lump it in. You know, you know around the back. It, 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 it frustrated me. The last three games have frustrated me. The Spurs get that and I'm not. The refs haven't been much good. I know. The last couple of games. I've got a stat here before you carry on. Uh, it's been two years, over two years, since an opposition player received a red card playing in East Everton. It's the longest run ever. Made that Joel Linton one was M. How was that possible? That like, was... We haven't had what, not one red card against you know us. What? That was a... Whatever you want to look at it. I spoke to my dad last night, right? And, and my dad, rightly so, was saying, You can't blame the refs. And I was like, Listen, I'm not blaming the refs. We did not deserve a point or a. a, a Jake, Eddie, I knew we should have been off. That's why he took him off exactly. at our time. And the thing is, I said to my dad about it, and he was like, Yeah, yeah. He said, I understand, but, you know, home advantage. And I was like, Yeah, but the difference is, we don't get that home advantage. I can understand the home advantage to an extent, but why do we not get it? Do you know what and I mean? like cut Onana in half in the derby and didn't get sent that, off. That, that's a that's a, a point proven because that, we don't show it in soccer last night. Uh, I, I, I said it said it to Jake and me lad. It just that was a red card by itself. Never yeah. mind the second yeah. yellow which deserved because there was no attempt for the ball. He wasn't even looking at the ball, and he runs straight through the player. And it's like, it was shocking. And all right, it wasn't a foot up challenge. It wasn't an elbow to the face challenge, but it was a shocking, shocking challenge. Heavy. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. But the referees are just laughing. The, the laughing. camera pans him, he's laughing his head off. Yeah. That's the bit that got me, I'll be honest. That's the bit that got me. The minute laughing like his trust when she happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only got another two prime ministers before Christmas now, haven't you? <laughs> Before Everton score a goal, <laughs> yeah. Mate, I've got I've got buns in my cabinet. That's been in the cabinet longer than it. <laughs> oh, 
Oh Paulie, would you put would you put any of this? Would you say? I know we all, most of us love Frank Lampard, but would you say any of this is down to him, or do you think it's just the players on the pitch are not doing what he's telling them to? As my lad so rightly pointed out last night, since Moyes, we haven't had a very cohesive team. No. We've had every manager's bought in two or three players, and it's them two players from him, and them two players from him, and them two players from him, and Frankenstein. It is, mate, and it's mix and match, and it's like something, it, it, it doesn't work. It's like the, the it, house that Jack built kind of thing. Like, absolutely, Melinda, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's the house that Jack built. But I've not really looked at it like that, because we've had some little decent plays, you know, we've had some little decent um, yeah. team performances. Absolutely. The Palace game last year showed how they can work together as a team, especially yeah. the second half. But my lad said it, and it's like, yeah, absolutely, there is, because there's two from Ancelotti, there's two from Marco Silva, there's two from... <laughs> there's still one from Moyes. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, I mean, Seamus Coleman, uh, let's not... No. Well, I, I wanted to punch him last night, genuinely. Miss Patterson, don't me. Yeah. I was just about to say, I think this t- this team is really missing Patterson at the moment. We were a different, <laughs> we were a different team with him. Absolutely. What I would say to you, Melinda, would you make any changes? Do you think people, there's certain players that need resting now? Let's call yeah. it resting, dropping, basically, because I've got a couple like. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a kind of game would be for me right now. And I love I, I love him. Um, yeah. But I think the. Um, uh, me and Jake were talking about it last night. I think the, the, the dream version of him coming back and. He had a great start. He had a, you know, he was back to his normal self in an Everton shirt. But his passion's just nowhere near. Um, Anthony Gordon at the minute. Yeah, um, definitely. It's just, you know, I love him. I love his, I love his approach to the game. Um, it's just. <laughs> Let me ask you guys about what do you guys think about Awobi? I think he's been absolutely brilliant and he's had a complete 180, but do you, he's, he's played consistently 90 plus minutes of football. Do do you think he needs a bit of a, a rest? Well, no. I don't want to trust me. Like I don't want to rest him because I think he, he, we really do need him, but. I think he's been on top form since January now. So he's always going to have a drop off at some point. And that's what I'm a bit. But unfortunately he's he's dropped off when nobody else is playing well. Somebody else should have took it off him. Mm. The, I think Mikalenko is the one for me that needs to go out. Mikalenko as well, yeah, that's 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 yeah. a good point. I mean, it's even just for an attack and just for Dominic up front, just Dafanagra can get down the wing and cross the ball in. Mm. Mikalenko can't do that. Yeah, See, I don't think I've, I've not really seen much of Benagra where I could actually comment on that. You know, yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's taking that left side. It, I mean, we were all spoiled with Baines and Pina and we were talking about that last night. You don't need pace. You just need brains, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It's, uh, and it's all about um, getting that done. But yeah, uh, Gordon at the minute, Jeff O. Um, it's just, uh, who else? No, I wouldn't, it, it will be, Melinda, for me, for a player that two years ago didn't know where he was playing in the team. And yeah. And I'm going based on an SNO forum here. Nobody wanted him anywhere in the blue shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 could, 
I could pull the I could pull the posts now just to yeah. show you. Um, the fact people call them wolves does me a thing as well, but let's not. It will be Neil. It will be Neil. Should we tell these about my hatred of nicknames? Okay, no, what I used to hate. Remember Peanuts? Peanuts. Kill me off that one. Hated that one, you know. Hated it. So the only one I let get away with it is um, Basil off Twitter. Yeah, he's funny. Um, oh, yeah. he's hilarious. Oh funny, my god, <laughs> he just he whines. All the time. He winds those Geordies up, man. Like yeah, he's got the Newcastle. He's like a Newcastle fans on stream. In the palm of his hand, I'm telling you, it is hysterical to watch. (laughs) Do you know know what else as well, though? He doesn't even change his fucking name that often, and he still gets them. (laughs) Keith Azul. Yeah, that's that's just. Hamish or something? I don't even know. I've sent him Mike Thin's lineups a couple of times um, (laughs) for him to comment on them because I I hate it so much. It's just like, nah. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. But but yeah, I will be. I don't, I'm the same as you, uh, Melinda. I don't want to take him off the team right now because he's a form player. Yeah. And he's probably the fittest at the club. Jake was talking about this last night, funny enough. I put it showing now because Lampard's let him be free in his role. He knows where he's playing, and he's he's showing why he's so good and why yeah. he was good at Arsenal. You know, yeah. But I don't want him to get. I don't want him to leave Syria. You know. You think? Would you say it's time for James Garner? Pop come in. Come in for get for for gay. I just just gay. I, I'm just just to come in and play. I think he's. The only one I've seen in the midfield who actually wants the ball to play the ball, and he's very hungry. It's like Jake was saying earlier on. It, I mean, any team, Roberto Martinez, as Everton team used to pass it around the back. They look great to get over the halfway line. We just give the ball away. It's like an honestly, like a meteorite. The ball, it's just like it's going to explode at any moment. Let's not go on into how much I hate Bobby Brown balls. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do another pod on how much we hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a toss up between him and Rafa, which one I hated more at Everton. That, Bene- that Martinez just had that thing in men and black, didn't he? Just uh, erased all our memories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a memory eraser pen? Nah, yeah. not mine. I hated him from the start. Yeah. Mate, so, my the thing with him, and sorry, I'm taking that off track again. See, I told you before, I always go off <laughs> on tangents. That's what I'm here for. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thankfully, you're there for that, Melinda. Yeah, bring us back. Bring us back, Melinda. But Martin is, he got Wigan relegated and still became Everton manager. And he was like, yeah, but he won the FA Cup. You've not done your job. Hmm. Yeah. No. Would you employ mm-hmm. someone who hasn't done the job properly mm-hmm. in the previous? They've never come back, have they? No. An no. arsehole. <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah. Jake, yeah. would you say this next four games is going to shape our season because there's a World Cup break after that? Would you say? Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to say yeah, but the thing is, this, it'd be the most Everton thing ever to go on another run to then have a two-month break. So I don't think it's I don't think it's the be-all and end-all, I'll be honest, because it's a two-month break. Do you know what I mean? And we were speaking all this the other day, like, we haven't got many players going the World Cup. We worked it out no. today, didn't we, Melinda? There's what three or four absolute yeah. most. So we've then got them two months. Okay, they'll get a break, but we can reset within that 
two months and then it's January and then it's the, the new players that might get brought in. So I'm not sitting here going panic stations like most of the Everton's are on Twitter. I'm not because there's a lot that can go on between now and Christmas and now and January. But I think in order for us to, to really get a, a grasp of where we are from last year, they're important because last year we would never win these next four games. Conference on the floor, fans hate everyone again. And it'd be Saturday would be absolutely horrible last year. Whereas now, I'm still confident the fans are going to be behind them on Saturday. There yeah. will be a bit of a bounce back from the past few games. But we forget that the three teams we've played in the last three games have been teams that are probably a country mile ahead of us in terms of from last year to this year. Like we've got Tottenham and United, top six. Newcastle are on probably the best run in the 20 the best years. best run in their history, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then generally their best run in their history. The thing is, if you strip it back as well, we give United two goals. Exactly. Tottenham yeah. had a dodgy pen. I still don't think it was a penalty, me. Like, exactly. Say, dodgy that, that was a wonder goal. Listen, you've got to take your hat off. That was a great yeah. goal last night. Last night like. And can I say, they might have had 18 shots or whatever it was last night, but that was the only one that yeah. bothered us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. name me another chance, clear cut, that we thought, oh, they should have scored there. Or, yeah, but we, we haven't been battered, have we? We haven't been battered any game, and that's why I'm not panicking because we'll play Palace Saturday. That'll be a tough game, but we've got more that if we can create the chance, I'm more than happy that we're going to not concede or we'll only concede one. Do you know what I mean? Like conceding goals is not the issue no more, and that's what it was last year. We were leaking goals like like the tap outside. Are you? I'm not even that worried when they get a corner this mm-hmm. season, like last season. Anyone got a corner against this uh, beat like fucking playing to God that I don't believe in. Oh my god, my, my my head would fall off when the opposition would get a corner. I'm like, yep, this is it. It's it's we're done. Yeah. But now it's yeah. you're right. It's a I've been reacting very differently to corners this season. That was your point, wasn't it, Melinda? About the defense you wanted to bring it up, saying, you know, the defense is reliable, but they need help from the attackers now because it's coming back to bite us, isn't it? Well, that's the Absolutely. thing that they're, they're they're carrying the entire weight. I think it's just it's progressing back and back and back. Like up front, we're just not attacking enough. We're not strong enough. Like that needs to be. I don't like, and I you know what I saw a tweet today, and it was basically saying, I don't know what Lampard is going to do, but he's going to have to do something, you know. And the next four, we've got Palace, Fulham, Leicester, and and, and Burnmouth. So realistically speaking, how many points do you guys think out of those four fixtures that we're going to get? We should be looking at eight. Eight or nine, I would eight say. Eight or nine, yeah. How about you, Jake? Yeah, I'd, I'd be around there. You know, we're not going to win all four. That's just maybe oh, no. stick with more. Um, especially I'd probably take two wins, two, two draws. Two wins and two draws. Yeah. 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 So but if, if, we, if we lose one, we have to win a third. So, yeah. so yeah. We, we need a minimum of eight or nine points in there. You can't be adding fours and sixes. It's just no. what we're not no. for the way our season's going to go. We have the capability to get eight points out of them four games. We yeah. are more than capable as a team. It's just, as Melinda said before, it's, it, it, it's reliant on that back. It's, it's coming back all the time. Andy Gray said it in the 80s when, when Everton were good. Unfortunately for you, you haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> the first line of defence is the front line. Yep. And that's why we were so good, because... Like the likes of Sheedy, Seba Steven, Andy Gray, even Adrian to a point, um, Tony Cotty when he came in the 90s. It was that rhetoric. It was just push, 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 push. Make them, Gary Lineker, looking, 
don't think I ever see them move out of, out of the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Uh, but it, he said he, uh, a striker shouldn't move. Now, Dominic Calvert-Lewin does it to an extent. Now, we shouldn't move out of the area of the six yard. Yeah. So I thought Ancelotti told him on it. That, I was going to yeah. say Car- that was Carlo's uh, main thing with, with DCL yeah. as well. But that, that was Gary Lineker. Yeah. And that's why he scored so many goals for Everton in that one season he was with us. Yeah. And that's what Dominic Calvert-Lewin's doing now. But we're not pushing, pushing, you know? And yeah. Last night, um, Pickford took a goal kick and I was screaming, screaming all over the house because there was no one challenging for the header. I think it was that... Um, yeah, oh, his name I couldn't remember last night. Goody, goody, mate. Gamares. Gamares. Um, yeah, cheers, Paul. Thank you. I'm so shy with names. Um, <laughs> generally, when we done the World Cup podcast in 2014, mate, honestly, God, that was a revelation. <laughs> All the Greek players. It was just insane. Shai so used to make me read the team, the teams out. So, Bolly, yeah, there you go, Bolly, lads. You need the teams out for tonight. Um, this is Joe. Uh, um, so bad. So, uh, it's like apologise for offending anyone. Oh, I must also say, um, there's a distinct possibility because my house is also a zoo. I'm either going to get a dog or a cat jump on me at some point. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, I can't even remember what I was saying. What's he stay by the Are you talking about defending? Uh, yeah, from, attacking from the front. Defending from the front. As yeah. Melinda said, Melinda, so rightly, but it's just it's coming back on the midfield, and then because yeah. the midfield aren't dealing with it, it's coming back on defence. Now, yeah, Cody Tarkovsky are coping well, but is Holgate going to cope well if he comes in? Is Michael Keane going to cope well if he comes in? You know I mean, Michael Keane's got the turn circle of the Titanic as it is now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's so true. It's so true. Ridiculous. I, mean, I just think uh, as a unit, going back to the attack, and it's just the fullbacks aren't giving us enough. And God love, we all love Seamus Coleman, of course you do. And, but Mikalenko was not supporting his winger, and it's just it just breaks down. It's just too easy to defend, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you know what's happening, mate. Opposition teams of a coach know what's happening. You yeah. know what's going to happen. Oh, you yeah. know it's going to go there. It's going to come inside, and then it's going to go outside again. So they just they play to that. Yeah. So with, with the likes of um, I'll, I'll stick with Everton teams with the likes of Baines and Pina. No one knew where Pina was going to end up because no. Pina would go. Oh, there's two yards of space. I'll step into that. Oh yeah, you're coming with me. I'll step into that five yards of space there. He never ran. I've seen him ever run at full speed ever for his whole time he was at Everton for two stints. Stephen Naismith used to do the same. Clever players. Liam Osmond. Osmond was always great to find little parts himself. Osmond was a very, very underrated player. Yeah, Because he played for Everton all his career. Genuinely. It's a... So, yeah. Yeah. I think we just need to be a bit more clever. Yeah. yeah, a little more clever and it's a little more calculated with things. Like I just I just think we need to be a little smarter. Absolutely. I think it's with it, Calvert Loon as well. We're trying to get him up to speed, his timing's off. Of course it's gonna be off, isn't it? 
But I actually didn't. I thought he was all right last night, me honestly. For a little bit, you know, we never never had to do much. But I thought he put himself about. He looked fitter anyway, so that's a, that's a good sign for us going forward. Like, it's just didn't last, last yeah. night. Did it for me? I, did, I get it. He's only got 65, 70 minutes in him. But when you're one 0 down after that time, bringing your your most prolific striker off, it just doesn't look good. You put McNeil on as well, Jake, who's supposed to come on to supply the goals for Calvin. Who Lewis. came on with the wrong thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, for, for me... Fucking I mean, mint. Yeah, literally, though. No. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't look the best, in my opinion. You know, Newcastle must have seen that last night of him going off, just thinking, thank God for that. There's the three points. See you in a bit. Because yeah. we... I Mopai, come on, no offence to him. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to score. I looked in a sprint. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you know when we go 1-0 down, do you, have you, I'm only talking to myself, in my head, I go, that's it. That's oh, it. yeah. Game over. was Southampton when I was with you, Paul. Yeah. I said that he didn't. We were a bit said, pissed there, though, Jake. We, we, we had been bedding <laughs> since six in the morning, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I turned to you and said, I'm, I'm still all right here, I'm not. Yeah, we were, weren't we? Yeah, you too. We were because we, we knew, they were terrible. They were horrendous. Like, honest to God, one of the worst teams I've ever watched live was Southampton that day. They were horrendous. But then, even for the last 10 minutes, when they were on that little 10-minute burst, me and you were looking going, ah, I'm not even that. I, I, we're still winning this. We're still yeah. right. Like, and then that confidence seems to have gone now. Do you know what I mean? Like, now when you go 1-0 down, we're all like, oh, fuck, so here we go again. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's all over me. High. No. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I said this before the start of the season. And I know Calvin Lumen at the time and, and a few of them. The lads sort of disagreed with me, but not to be negative. I can't see us scoring more than two goals all season. Like it sounds you know a three one or a two one. Like I, I can't see us scoring more than two. No, we haven't got a got a lot of goals in the team. We haven't. This was a problem at the beginning of the season. It was like I think there was a list, someone put it up on Twitter, and it was like the goals between the players that we had in the team was just single figures for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly. not good enough. You can't. Last time we had goals in the team, though, guys. The last time we had goals in the team that looked anywhere near decent was the first six months of Roberto Martinez. Yeah, Morales and Naismith yeah. and Delafay yeah. and all that. For me, the first six months. Morales was so underrated. His attitude was terrible. But he was. I remember he scored a goal against was it Southampton or Tottenham at home, and he ran from his own box, stoke the box and scored. And I was like, I'm obviously I'm only twenty five, so I'm. Past the date to some of the players that played in the 80s and 90s. But he's the first player I've seen ever do that at Goodison. Be able to dribble past five or six players and finish was unbelievable. Like, he done it week in, week out. Like, maybe not from his own box, but we, we haven't got that. Like, name even Anthony Gordon, who's our supposed dribbler, he had a, a chance against six foot five, turns like a, like a bus, like the 82A. Dan Byrne, left back, and he didn't go at him once. No, it's my, yeah. it's mental in it. Went at him once, sorry, I lied, went at him once, and then Cruyff turned himself out into their corner, their throwing. And I was like, it's just frustrating. Turns like the 82, get at him. I reckon I got beaten for peace. Do you know what I mean? But it's like he's got no confidence. It's like he's got yeah. no confidence if he wants to come back and pass it to. Just that come back to what Paul said before, is, is Lampard coaching that yeah. question there? Is he it's... telling them to come back and pass inside? That's the first time last night. That I've looked at it and thought they don't look coached there, but yeah, maybe that's yeah. just me, my head falling off a little bit, you know. That's but what you, that is. It, but it does, it brings up a valid point, though, Paul, because you've seen it 
there's something that's recognised there. Is that, it, it, it's the wrong type of coaching coming on. And if he's not going at an area as defender, it's yeah. what's, what's happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he should, he should be able to... We all look at that, Dan Byrne, and should be yeah. able to recognise that you put a speedy winger on against him, he's going to struggle. First thing you do, mate. Yeah. It's the first thing you do. I mean, I played... At an all right level, you know what I mean. I wasn't no superstar, but um, the first thing you do when you're coaching, I used to be a left winger before I got lazy and went to centre midfield. Defensive, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by lazy, I mean fat bastard. Um, <laughs> are you? Uh, are you? Are you free Saturday, three o'clock? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going. I'm, um, I'm in the paddock. <laughs> right We're in the paddock. We'll see you in there. Yeah, we're yeah. in the paddock too. We'll, well see come you and there. see me, so you know where the away fans' gate is. That's where I. That's where. That's where my seat is there. So and I'm, I'm just I'm too... in them, the, the very last seat before the gate. Oh, sounds yeah. We'll come and see so you. Care to see if Mister Sh- Mister Sherman and I know that's his seat. Ah, sounds. cheers! It's brilliant. I'm just to like the right of there, so I'm really not. I'm not far. Yeah, from so that. Come, so... come and see me at half time. That's and, brilliant. Uh, and mine's courtesy of uh, my 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 friend Jordan as well. He doesn't he has a season ticket, but lets me go sometimes. So bless you, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah you, you got to. Uh... Oh, it's okay. So just about to say for for Palace, then um, sort of is is this a must win game for you guys? Are we at that point again where we're like this is a must win? Um, last night I would have said. Well, I did say to you, didn't I? Yes, my head fell off last night. I've had I, time, yeah. as, as every Evertonian needs to take a little bit of time away from social media and just go for a walk or go to the shop or do something else. And I said it's to probably Paul, not a like, must-win game, but we need to start showing more than what we are actually showing at the moment. Paul gets wound up more. on Twitter quite easily, and I said, Paul, yeah. just, don't, just don't go on Twitter right now. <laughs> it's like, avoid it like the yeah, plague. I need to buy a dog. I need to buy a dog or something. Wait, that's what <laughs> I do. I need to say to the dog. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, this house genuinely when I said there was a zoo before I've got a rescue dog two rescue cats 63 spiders three skulls <gasps> oh, Melinda doesn't Melinda's not into spiders you know there's 63 of them in my bedroom oh. <laughs> that's just not acceptable <laughs> my missus it's my missus right so she has an acnophobia and we had to have a conversation because she woke me up at 20 past one in the morning to get a little fucking spider that was as big as that thumbnail out of the bleeding bathroom so she could have a piss. <laughs> I was like, we, we need to have a conversation, babe. That, that shouldn't be happening anymore. And, um, <laughs> so she got we, we, little steps, step by step by step, and she got over her lachnophobia, and now we have 63 in the bastard things. Any poisonous? Yeah, tarantulas, mate. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Jumping oh spiders and tarantulas. You just wonder why I don't go to his house much anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, that's um, like that's Palace, like a match. Um, must win. Um, see, I'm not going to go as far as say must win just yet. I'll be honest. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I yeah, think I uh, crowd confidence may be a must win, but in terms of the way I looked at the table last night, again, once I'd calmed down and like deleted Twitter three times and come back to it, <laughs> it was it was one end for me where I looked at the table. Okay, with three points off relegation. But we're only like six points off top top eight. So off them off the shite, aren't we? Three, six points off the shite. We win this game. We win the game. Shatty, we go above powers. 
Well, exactly. And and there's, there's so many teams there I'm looking at who have played already, who are above us. Leeds being one. Um, you know, I looked at like I'm I think there's, above us now. there's a few of them that are horrendous. Like, and if we're not above them by the end of the season, then with all due respect, we deserve to go down because they are horrendous. Like I watched a few of them the other day and I was like, I'm not worrying because we will pick up form and we will get better. And you know, hopefully we bring someone in in January, like a number 10, or someone who can actually score goals and it might change. But for crowd confidence, yes, it's a must win. But for terms of the table, I wouldn't say so, no. Yeah. I think we need to win, Melinda. You know what? I um I kind of agree with Jake on that one. I think for sort of team morale and I think for fan morale as well, it it would be great to get a win. It's it's at Goodison, it's at home, it would be fantastic to get a win. In terms of the table, like you said, I mean, I, I hate being in that mindset where let's just hope that there's shittier teams than us. I don't like doing that because I want us to genuinely be a good side. Um, but I do, I, we have time. There's time. And I do believe we will get there. It's going to be a long process. And I think I, I needed to remind myself last night that I did say at the beginning of the season, said it before, that it was going to be a bumpy, bumpy road this season. And I think we're, we're, it's a big bump at the moment for me. Like, just got to get over it now. We've made a lot of progress. To. You know, we've made a yeah. lot of, of improvements in the squad, but we need to continue to build on that. We need to continue to, con- you know, fill, fill in those cracks that were yeah. so yeah. apparent last season. And we have done very good work, trust me. And like, my hat goes off to Frank Lampard for that. But we need to continue to build. The one thing I had to ask myself last night, again, after I read down all the Twitter, was... <laughs> Did you no actually delete I, it? Oh, I, mean, I deleted every week. Every time... <laughs> Jake, Jake was um, I don't do all that. So on me for the end of the game. <laughs> touch me. You were walking out of my house, there's always shit hitting them on the back of the arse before the game finished, touch me. Honestly, but I was sat there last night and I, and I said to myself, you know, at the start of the season, the three games we've just had were spread out. So we played Newcastle away first, we played Tottenham away and United at home. If I, if they were spread out across the season and they said, right, we lost all three of them, would we be asked? No, because we did the tough games. The games you say to yourself, OK, it's fair enough we lost the Newcastle away. It's fair enough we lost the Tottenham away. It's it's OK. United can beat anyone, can't they? On the United day. can beat anyone on the day. We normally we get a good result against them at home, but okay, we never this year. No one panics because they've been one, two, three. Yeah. Now fucking we all do it as Everton fans. We've always done it. Fear the worst, fear the worst. But I, I said that to myself last night. Spread them out across the season, and no one bats an eyelid. So yeah, the loudest noises now, the loudest voices now, fan based. I have um, uh, a lot of people that agree with them for absolutely fucking weird reasons, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, MTS vessels make the loudest noise, mate. Yeah. So, and it's, it is, though, and it, it's that rhetoric. I mean, the Everton Dars thing, obviously, because, you know, all oh, it wasn't like this in my day, and it was, you just got a really shit memory. You know what I mean? I, I remember all the good stuff. I do. I genuinely remember this good stuff, like the buying game. I was there, and I remember that, you know. Vividly, but the Palace game last season was as good as that game. You know what I mean? The, the atmosphere-wise. Yeah. But 
because they just rattle the sabers all the time and they're all the ones on Twitter and uh, I don't know whether they've got fucking jobs or not because they're there on Twitter all that bastard time. You know, it's, it's like twenty four seven of this. Oh my shit! Oh, get rid! Oh. Shut up, man! What are you doing? Have a back, fuck sake! I'm about to back, fucking pack of the valley ball or something and calm down. Fuck me! Yeah. Says the man who used to get banned off Twitter every month. <laughs> yeah, but I put a tweet out yesterday. Note to self: Note Twitter during games. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not. I can't. I can't do it no more because. Yeah. Just fall out over the silliest thing. Yeah. It's because you we don't let say we don't let say on the national Twitter account during games, Paul. No. Yeah, yeah, bad decisions, Dan. It's because we're all I just mean, wound up. We all love them, don't we? It's just we just don't yeah. want to like lose. Bad them, decisions but... make great stories, but you know, hey, we've had this account for a long time. Maybe we don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, man can go. That's fine. I just make a new one. But, yeah, we can't have the main account. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Palace on Saturday, it's at home at Goodison. I have a good feeling and I, I tend to be my own worst enemy with this. I'm like, right before a match, like even Newcastle yesterday, I tweeted, fuck it, we're winning the lot. <laughs> I'm like, Melinda, get back down to earth, girl, okay? Oh, um, Melinda, that's, see, see, that, see that ideology, that rhetoric is mine. Yeah. That's the exact same as what I do. The start of every season, um, I'm wanting us to win the FA Cup, the League Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's just the way, you know, it's just, we, we just, we're so passionate, aren't we? Like, I mean, it's just, the end it's of the day. This yeah, fan base exactly. is ready. It's ready we for are. success. This fan base yeah. is. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so looking ahead uh, for Palace, then, we, you know, we had spoke a, a little bit about, um, you know, possibly, benching Mikalenko, Gordon, maybe Ganagay. So if I were to come to each of you, what would your starting 11 be? So I'll come to Bali. I'll come to you first, actually. What, what would your uh, starting lineup be? And then your predictions on the, the um, score. So I think we'd have to not include Coleman after last night as well. Um, mm. Too many mistakes. He Eight pointers out last night. He's got. He's always had that little bit of a lethal first touch, but he had the speed to back it up, yeah. and he doesn't have the speed anymore. And Can't I'm cross the ball either. Ball. Never been able to cross the ball. No. Um. So I think we've got to go three strengths and a half. It's. Yeah. You know, I agree. Who do we bring in? Um. Allgate. Well, Allgate fit with Cody and Tarkovsky. Do you think? I think he done all right, didn't he, before he got injured? Yeah. Um but anyway, yeah. Um three three chances of Ash and have Tamari Gray on one wing. Um McNeil maybe on the other. Um Ghana midfield. Tom Davies maybe. Mm. See if that works. And I'd have um well, maybe uh, to up front as well. I'd like to see how um, Dominic and Malpai would work together. Only if you yeah. can find the right socks. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe. I would like to see how that would work because yeah. I mean, it it's it's a very well tested method. The big guy and the little guy, yeah. front, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it'd be because at, at the minute. 
could you drop him all week? Would you want to keep him in? I've been the shit before. It's, it's, you know. It's, 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 that, it's that balance, right? Like, it's so hard because he's just been so solid for us. But I'm also like, when is he going to hit the point? Like, his breaking point? I just, I hope he never does. You know, I hope, I know it's just, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? But would a wall be fit behind the two fronts? You, you, you know, just sitting as a central attacking midfielder, just sitting picking up from there, maybe. See, I've said about a wall and I get targets for it, and you probably think the same. I think while Patterson's out, he should play right wing back. Yeah. Let me just say that because that was going to be in my starting eleven, to be honest. I think he should play it. I think he's just reliable anywhere you put him. I think you put him left back, he'd have a good game. Yeah. I just think. We need more protections on that right side for me. I, I've seen a lot of talk about that on Twitter and a lot of people have been absolutely against it. But yeah. on the opposite side, he's a different player now. Mm. He's a different player than what we've been seeing. So I think it's worth giving it a go, in my opinion. Yeah. Anything so for the win. Yeah. Just anything win. for <laughs> exactly. Give me a give me a big old W. I'll take it all day every day. <laughs> if it goes in off fucking one of Tony Ibbett's fucking carp sculptures, I don't care how it fucking goes in. Yeah. So so Jake, what would your uh what would your lineup be? And um oh ball, you didn't give me your you know what? We'll do lineups first and then we'll do predictions after match yeah. predictions. So Jake, go ahead. Oh for me, again, I, I go three at the back as well. Um slightly different though because we spoke about it a couple of pods ago, and it, for me, I'd go Cody Tarkovsky, and I'd actually play Michalenko centre half because defensively, for me, he's done nothing wrong. He 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 is yeah. solid defensively. Can't yeah. go forward, can't cross or pass a ball, but you know he's twenty years of age. Teach him that. Do you know what I mean? But keep him centre half tomorrow, and then I'd go uh, a right wing back, and I'd, yeah. I'd give Vinagre a go. Because what you could do is when you're defending, you can go as a four at the back and then put, you know, a will be sort of more attacking if you like. Um, go for the three in the middle of uh, Ghana, Ghana and Anana. Again, hard to say that. <laughs> but I'd push Anana forward a bit because Paul, I know you all remember when we were at Southampton away, he was sort of closer to Mopai and never lost a header. He looks a good player in me, that Anana. He, yeah. he is a good player. He, he's technical and, and he, he's big and he's strong and he's fast. And and again, like Ball, he said, I'd go Mopai and Calvert-Luna front. You know, yeah. you've got a few wingers there. Vinagre, who's supposedly a good attacker going forward, good crossing. Awobi can cross a ball. And if it's not working, you, you can always just drag one of the centre one of the defenders off. And, you know, I say, put Awobi right back. He'll play anyway. Yeah. The, the fella is, like, I remember that we saw him Awobi before. I remember when we first sang his name in Goodison Park. Like last year, and I looked at our Terry and was like, I never thought I'd see the day that I'm singing a Wolby's name. But he's the first on the team sheet for me because he gives you absolutely everything. He does. Um, yeah. As and Paul. Said, hopefully he doesn't have a little drop off, but no, I don't don't even don't even say it. Don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, how about Linda's you? Face yeah. Everything you need is an old <laughs> I was like, She's in, she needs it no words. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't change the formation. Just for this one, I drop Coleman. I bring Holgate in at right back. Mm-hmm. I drop Mikalenko. I would. I think he needs time on the team. I played that Vanagra left back, and here's a mad one for you. I would play Decore. I kind of forgot about Decore. <laughs> I played Decore in the three in midfield. Okay. Probably okay. have a Wobia. I, I drop Andy Gordon for Decore, 
and I'll just have a Wobie on the wing. But coming inside, obviously, to support Calvert-Loon. You know what, now you said that, I actually have a feeling that Decore might actually start, you know. To be honest, Paul, that makes sense as well. Yeah. Because Palace, the he had to go, if you remember the game where we stayed up, Wally, Decore, second half, and a yeah. Wobie were really good for anything. Mm-hmm. It was. And Palace's midfield isn't as overloaded as Newcastle's. Yeah. It's yeah. not got that technical ability. Um, I'm fucking hate saying that about Newcastle. God, that's just made me a little bit of babysitting me mouth there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they don't have the same technical ability there. I mean, Zaha is their standout. Um, what's the other guy I like? Eze, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Play Decent players, but they're essentially the two standouts for them, isn't it, really? Yeah. And they're forward-thinking players, so we can... Yeah, they'd be snuffed at midfield. It should be all right, shouldn't it? Decore would be a good choice. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about it, to be fair. Yeah. I don't I want to see the team up too much, though, because we're playing all right. Yeah. It's just that final third. Yeah. Yeah. Decore or Garner? One of them two would come in for me, like. You mean James Garner as opposed to Winchester Garner? Yeah. yeah, sorry, James Garner, yeah. 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 Um, or Garner, as Melinda would say. Garner. <laughs> Garner. Garner. Oh, you are. Garner. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I do apologize. I was slightly distracted there. My missus has just come. Like, so I've got a. I'm in the back room and the window faces out into the yard. And my missus has just popped the head around like a fucking psycho. Like that. <laughs> fucking madness. <laughs> man. You know, do, do you know what I'm doing this? So Jake, when when Jake used to come round and I was doing the NSNO podcast, it'd be because this microphone literally picks up everything. All right. Yeah. So Jake would walk in because my door's always open. If you're friends with me, family, like Jake's like family anyway. But you don't knock on my door. So if I knew you were coming out, Melinda Paul, and I said, come round to ours, be here about half eight, I'll be in. I wouldn't expect you to knock, you walk in. You get me? Yeah. So that's my house. My I've got house. somewhere to go on Saturday now, Melinda. Woohoo! Yeah, more than welcome. More than welcome. Uh, my house is like a train station most days. <laughs> that's so nice, though, to have that, I think. Like, it's just, it, it, it is a really nice vibe, I think. It's a safe place for everyone. And yeah. Been. That's wonderful. And Melinda, we never got your lineup. Who would you play? Oh yeah, your lineup, Melinda. So we chat and shite. I also like. I, I agree with each of you in you know like a little bit. It's so funny because I usually you know I'm the one who, who will host and stuff, and I'm kind of the last person that gets the you know to, to be asked. So I have a lineup, and then I hear everyone else is like, "Ooh, that's quite good." Oh, that's quite good. It's like, you know, back in school when you do presentations and then you'd be the last person to go and you pick up all the tips from everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like that's sometimes, I feel like I'm kind of cheating. Um, but I have to agree with Jake. Mikalenko for me, yes, as he progresses up the pitch, offers nothing, but defensively, he's not faulted me. There's nothing he's done wrong. So I have to agree with that. Holgate now being fit, that I just, I, I don't know if I'm ready for him to start over Mikalenko yet. I don't know. I don't know. But Decore, that's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout. So, but then James Garner as well, right? I, I think he is ready for a start. I think so. What we've seen from him so far on the pitch, I just think he's been dominating. He's very, like, just 
forward thinking he's on the ball and I actually might like to see him starting. So in terms of predictions, then I'm going to go first. (laughs) So I'm not uh, stealing everyone's thunder. Um, I would love to see. I I think they will. I think. Do I think they're going to get one? See, this is the thing. Yeah, I'm going to go safe. I'm going to go two one. For Everton. Oh, oh, hey, I was going to say that. (laughs) Oh, well, this time you stole it from me. (laughs) So you're two one as well, Paul. Two one, yeah. Calvert Loon both goals. Who do you think will score, Melinda? Um, so I would love to definitely see Calvert Lewin get one, and you know what? I'd love to see Onana get one as well. Onana goal and Calvert Lewin header that would that would do it for me. That would be mm. like chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> uh, Jake, what about you? I don't know why I was having a debate with myself listening to you then whether they're going to score or not. I know I had a little mental battle with myself where I thought, oh, but our defense is so solid, will they get past it? Do you know what? I I almost thought no. I was going to say two 0 but I was like, we'll we'll be safe, and I'll say two one. Yeah, because I I was thinking that like two 0 and then I I think of their lineup and they've got that Elise, Eze, and Zaha, and then that Edward scored a few. Ah, uh, you loves, loves playing against. He's another one who loves playing against us. That Jordan I you as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, fucking hell, Paul. Cheese Sorry. I'll, uh, I'll get off. I'll see you later. Yeah, piss off, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come see me on Saturday. That fucking hell. That ball might be a little bit stronger than you expect. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go 2-1. Um, I think I'll go for us. I don't know. I think you can't even see who's going to score. Obviously, we'd love Calvert-Lewin to get one. Yeah. And do you know what? I'll go with the... Uh, Wolves, as Ian likes him being called. Fuck off. And I'll be honest, I'd probably throw 20 quid on Saha to score first. So that's what I'll go with them three as the scorers. All right. Well, pints are on you, A and B. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Gray, actually. Do you know what? No, I, I don't think he'll play. I, I, I thought he was horrendous yesterday. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Just, I love Gray. And I said on the podcast, past two, He's undroppable, he's undroppable, he's undroppable. That's why I thought you were going to say Gray. I don't even think he'll play. I think mm. he got dragged off yesterday because every time he got the ball, I just felt like he was always looking for the contact. You don't yeah. look for the contact, you go down when you feel the contact. That's how you're taught when you're five years of age. Yeah, we're not getting nothing. Everton Football Club are not getting nothing off these referees. We need to just accept it. We're not getting anything. So unless he knows he cannot stay on his feet, stay on your fucking feet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It makes me sound like a proper Everton dar saying that, but it's the truth. The minute they feel like even the slightest touch, they're on the floor, they're not getting it. So yeah. stay up, go past them. The name's not Harry Kane, you don't get it. Exactly, exactly. exactly. The word and blue and not red. So, you know what? Spurs got their ass handed to them yesterday against United, so that was an absolute blessing yeah. to watch that. So I was not asked. <laughs> yeah. And how about so you, Molly? Uh, yeah, go on. Seven nil. <laughs> Way, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. We're not talking about corners. We're talking about no, genuinely. Um, three <laughs> one, um, us. Some of the have been two, um, and Mopai one. Okay, uh, I like it. I'd say that's that. that's what I'd like to see. That's yeah. where we where we'll be going. But, we shouldn't um, be fearing anyone at all, Moz. Shouldn't we be. shouldn't, mate. And I think 
Um, if Lampard learns anything from the past three games, is the all right, yeah, play off in the back, but get it up front as quick as you fucking possibly can and let Dominic do his job because Dominic's a strong lad, he's quick, he's he's intelligent. Yeah. The more he gets the ball, the better he becomes. He's a confidence player. I think Melinda said that on the other pod the other day. Yeah. Um he, he's a he, he is a massive confidence player. The more he's getting the ball, the more eddies he's winning, the more tackles he's He's leaning back into and winning that ball and doing his job, laying us off to the wing, getting into the six-yard box, getting into the penalty spot area where he thrives. He absolutely thrives there, you know. He's unique, isn't he? He's probably yeah. the best centre forward in the air in, in the league for me. Like, mate, we were talking about talking about Zhang last night, Paul. It, 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 you know, I think Jake said he's obviously learned that from the likes of Ronaldo. That it's you know, but it, it, it's a hard thing to do. I'm yeah. an old school footy player. We didn't learn about hanging in the air and stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was Tim all about, um, it was all about tackles and you know, uh, like that. That's what it was then. Tackles, passes off, give it to the more skillful players. You know what I mean? Or the fast wingers. The, you know, I was the fast winger. I didn't like getting tackled. Kick, kick and rush football. Sorry, kick and rush football. It was me, and it was, but it. You're still coached into areas that you stay on the pitch, you know what I mean? Staying in your nine yards, staying in the yeah. box, staying in your 12 yards, staying in that square. It's all that. But I think... Uh, I've gone off tangent again. I still apologise. Coming back, yeah, 3-1 to us. Uh, <laughs> Dominic with two, uh, Mopai with one. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, Zaha will score against us. Or Jordan Ayew, who Paul's just fucking imagine. Sorry. <laughs> don't apologise, mate. Ne- listen, don't ever apologise. It's just I've just forgot all about him. Yeah. And he it's just ri- loves playing against us. It's written in the stars now, isn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. As long as he scores <laughs> his one goal on the 91st minute, yeah. when we're yeah. celebrating our fucking third, that went in on the 80th minute, and we're still celebrating it. Yeah. That, that, that's fine. You can do yeah. that. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm confident for Sati, me. I am confident for Sati. I know we just yeah. took a bit of a kick in there, but I'm, I am confident for Sati. Like, yeah. We've been our own worst enemy the last three games, though, and, and yeah. it's as simple as that. Hopefully Lampard's looked at it, seeing what we should be doing. Yeah. You know, I think it was it Melinda said before, or Paul said before, Lampard, was, or, I can't remember which one he said it. Lampard is possibly, arguably, one of the better midfielders ever to grace the Prem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we should know what needs doing there. Yeah. And do you know what? I don't think it's the midfielder. He can, defensively, he's got it set. Mm. It's that fucking final third, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not just them. Um, it's Gray and Gordon, and it's, for me, it's the full, I've said it before, the fullbacks, they're not working in, in unison at the moment. Don't think Coleman's got that ability anymore, though. That's why I'm saying Patterson is um, a big loss. And I love Coleman, mate. I don't like pulling out players, mate. I love Coleman, and yeah. he's been an absolute, genuinely amazing servant for the club. He's just not got it anymore, has he? No. There was one last night, and me and Ball, he said it. Can't remember. He broke into the box on the left hand side, and it gets fizzed across, misses the striker. And all you're waiting for is 40 yards of space is an oncoming Coleman. From yeah, it's like no one was there. I remember that. And it all broke and it eventually got up the pitch. You've seen Coleman stood next to uh, Cody and me and boys looked at him and just went, 
through three, two or three years ago, he'd have been there and he'd have scored yeah. from there because he loved that one coming on. Still scoring right back, mate. He was, and the, I think Patterson's there. Patterson. Yeah, the other thing as well, they the other thing we pointed out with the game with Coleman last night, the last attack of the game with Newcastle. Um, can't even remember who it was running along. He was five yards behind Coleman, beat him to the ball. Yeah, he was. Yeah, never ever seen that. No, never well, ever seen that. I think Seamus Coleman would probably be the first to admit it, wouldn't he? Shouldn't yeah. be playing every week, like absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he expected to be. No, just the unfortunate, stupid frigging international, fucking stupid. Bleeding yeah. international, then international, fully yeah. rages me, mate. Yeah, fully rages me. Pointless bleeding internationals. You got a World Cup coming up. Yeah, we don't Have need to practice with your mates. Yeah. Piss off, stupid. Yeah. Whatever it is, what's it called? The, the, uh, league conference, the league. Something. conference league. Conference league. No, the the Nations League. Nations League. Sorry. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why? No one cares. Have your friendlies in the build-up like you used to years ago, making yeah. a bloody cup out of it. Stupid. But it's true. I'll like say that too loud. My mate worked for free friendlies, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we are a different, a different team without Patterson. I think. Oh, I just. I hope when he comes back, I hope he's the Patterson we were seeing at the beginning of the season. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think um, he will. I think he'll bounce back. It wasn't like a massive injury, was it? No, 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 no. Himself and, and I think, I, I, I think as well, they are just being probably extra cautious with him. I think mm. just our run of injuries in this club and bringing players back, and you know, it's just been a, it's an, it's been a nightmare, quite frankly. So they're probably just being a little cautious with him. I think yeah, as well. Melinda is fully right. Yeah, you know what? Just worries me, and I'm sorry. You know, is why haven't we got a kid coming through who can play right back? I know. Well, most of them have not, haven't we? That's the thing I was saying to you, Paul, weren't I? We used that's, to have a said he wants that. to be a Gary Neville. Yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be a Jamie Carragher. I ripped him to shreds one night. Like, so, so I got to play for the charity, you know, where they have the games every season. Carragher was playing on the opposite team. I've got a video of Sai saving. Jamie Carragher shot and me fully celebrating like he'd right <laughs> Tell it, I'm, I'm in the middle of the pitch busy over next so I want to send the circle busy over all the uh, exits you know everyone coming out Carragher's coming out so man you do anything to wear that blue shirt wouldn't you he just mm-hmm. looks at me with fucking shit out get on <laughs> oh my gosh honestly it has been absolutely brilliant to have you on this pod yeah, honestly like you are just and i actually i'm so excited to meet you on saturday like i'm yeah, buzzing honestly <laughs> yeah thanks so, for um, coming on mate honestly yeah, it's been great thank so, mate, you. I'm, I'm absolutely fucking made up to have come on genuinely thank you for inviting me on and let me just run bollocks for an hour or whatever it's been we'll get it on again we'll definitely yeah. get it on again no worries more than uh, me, I will be more than happy to come on at any point. You Just are sounds, welcome, honestly, anytime. And uh, I'll come on and chat shit for an hour like normal. <laughs> so, yeah. so how can um, how can the listeners find you? So, I know the website's www.nsno.co.uk, and you guys are also on Twitter. Is it just Twitter, we are at NSNO? That's it. That's it. Yeah, Perfect. Uh, me, I'm Toffee Opilus. And that's Toffee and then Opalish because that's what my granddad used to call Goodison. It's an amazing name, Opelish. that's um, boss. 
So, yeah, uh, it used to be Bali EFC, you know, like just standard, but they decided to ban that, but yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> That's a story so, yeah, for us. Um, make sure you include us in the suite and I'll give it a yeah, lead. We've, we've got a few followers there that'll uh, definitely listen because I'm on it. <laughs> not that I'm being big either, don't know. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you might get a few Spurs listeners as well. Um, because I'm on a pod as well. We we made uh, we made a few friends with Spurs podcast uh, the other roost with uh, the I don't know, like Spurs. If you get them on as yeah. if you ever get a chance to do like uh, a pre opposition match thing, you know, like leading up and you're doing it with early podcast type of thing. Yeah. Um build the rooster sound. Tell them I Tell them I sent you their way, and I expect them to look after you. Otherwise, <laughs> go on their podcast every fucking week and ruin their lives. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, honestly, so much, and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And yeah, look forward to to Saturday. Yep, up the toffees up as the we toffees. all as we always say, and um, yeah. Looking forward yeah, to it, guys. Thanks. Selfies. Well, listen, yeah, come see me, Shati. I'll see you half time. Yeah, Paul. Sounds uh, Linda. Jay, no um, Absolutely. We'll see you at some point this week. Um, yeah. Salamid. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.